Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Baseball's great charm is that the action comes in spurts, which leaves plenty of time to spin yarns, look at the girls, and make wisecracks. baseball and no matter what happens the rest of the two weeks the Orioles have home field advantage to start the first series yep that's right there's going to be playoff baseball in Camden Yards hell yeah that place is going to be thumping right now the Orioles are two and a half games above the Rays uh, Baltimore went into Houston, took two out of three. Would have loved to see in the sweep. But anytime you can go into Houston's house and take the series, that's a hell of a win right there. I know the Oriole fans were getting a little greedy. They're like, oh, God, we were all upset. We didn't get the sweep, man. You just went into Houston and took care of business. Kyle Bradish, who's top four in ERA in the American League right now, he's just pitching his ass off. You kind of knew a one to nothing probably wasn't going to beat Houston especially with the Orioles' bullpen. They're, they're getting burnt out. But no matter what happens, the Orioles, Camden Yards, playoff baseball in Baltimore. What else can you ask for? This is why we watch the game for moments like this. It's exciting. And the Angels taking a game from the Rays. They won 8-3. to three. So when Baltimore lost, you're thinking, oh, shit, well, Rays are going to gain a game. And then the Angels wind up beating them. It's just like, you know, sports, baseball. You never know what the hell is going to happen. Now, before I bring all my guests, I just want you to picture something. Let's get ready for some Orioles playoff baseball in Camden Yards. It's October. First game of the series. Camden Yards is filled with orange and black. We are loud. We're on our feet. The crowd is going crazy as the Orioles come out on the field. Kyle Bradish takes the mound. First pitch. Strike one. We're getting even louder. We're getting crazier. Everyone's still on their feet. Nobody's sitting down. Kyle Bradish just continues to throw strike after strike. He strikes out the side, and the crowd is going wild. The stadium is shaking. The Orioles are coming off the bat at the bottom of the first, and playoff baseball has arrived in Camden Yards. Let's go! Mateo's going, and the pitch is fair, fair ball, inside the bag, here, we go. here he comes, Mateo around third, he is going to score, this game is tied, Adam Fraser comes through!
Barnes into center field. This should do it. Margot going back. It does not matter. Adlin Rutschman will score. And the Orioles, who clinched a postseason berth just a few minutes ago, seal their fate with a walk-off win. Oh, that was fun. Just had to get the juices flowing. Got a couple weeks of playoff, a couple weeks until playoff baseball. So I'm just feeling it. I know you're feeling it. But folks, I hope you cleaned your shit up today because we have a guest stopping by. Mark from Baseball Biz. He hosts a great podcast all about baseball. I love talking baseball with this guy. This is the kind of guy that you could just pour a nice cold glass of bourbon, sit down, and just talk hours of baseball. The guy knows his shit. Now, there's another reason I'm having him on. He is a Tampa Bay Rays fan. I know. Okay, everybody, settle down. Settle down. We got two weeks left of baseball. Let's be honest. The Rays and the Orioles are the two meanest teams in AL. Nobody else scares us. Minnesota, no. Houston, the Orioles already proved that they, they're not scared of them. They just went into their house, took two or three, almost swept them. Seattle, not scared of them. Texas, okay, they took two out of three way early in the season with Baltimore. But there's really no other team. Even Toronto, they don't scare me. Orioles have been smacking them around lately. But with the Orioles up two and a half games, and there's two weeks left. We all know anything can happen. Again, the Angels beat the Rays 8-3. to three. With how well the Rays have been pitching, that's what I mean. Sports, baseball, what the fuck's going to happen? I don't know. But I wanted to talk some Rays and Orioles baseball, and I knew the best guy to have on was Mark, again, from Baseball Biz. Check out his podcast. But he's coming on. We're going to chat some baseball. Again, I always want to hear from you folks. Fullcountchaos at gmail.com. Also, hit me up on Twitter at Full Count Chaos. I'm always on there during the games, having fun, venting all my frustration, and having a good time. But let's bring on Mark. Here we go. Corbett from Baseball Biz Podcast. Thank you for calling in. Everything's going well for you. I'm sure you're enjoying watching the Tampa Bay Rays this season. Am I correct? It has been nothing but fun and <laughs> got to visit your fair city and yeah. enjoy a few games. Yeah, I, I want to ask you about that here in just a minute. Um, before we get started here, well, we're starting, but before we get into everything, I always <laughs> ask people when they call in, are they on the same page with me pertaining to radar ums? You know what? You know, I, I, there's so many of these morons out there right now. <laughs> and it, it makes me scratch my head all the time. I got to tell you, Nathan. Yeah, but yeah. by the same token, there is an art for a catcher to be able to give that sense of deception to the, uh, to the ump. I mean, there's a talent that's going to no longer be needed. If yeah. Whether you try to, you're not going to be able to mask it. You know, you that's interesting. I don't, I, I, I don't think anyone's ever brought that part up pertaining to the catcher of it being an art of framing. Think about it. You know, the college students are coming up. The, the, the coaches that are out there with young people right now, that has been part of what they've been teaching them for a long time. I mean, it's part of the game, but it's not going to be there anymore. A great and point. what 
what skills are they going to need to develop otherwise? Um, but Interesting. I really, there, there's a lot of folks I'm going to be glad I'm not depending upon calling at the plate. <laughs> well, Thank yeah, I mean, look, I'm sure every game we watch, you know, baseball, we're, we say the same thing every night, every day. God damn it. You know, these umpires are terrible. We need radar umps. But you make a good point. That's interesting about the catchers and it being an art. So if you had to answer right now, you're still you're still going with the umpires, it sounds like. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you, you asked me at the beginning of the season, I'd say, let's put the robo-umps in there. But the more <laughs> I thought about it and watched, I thought, I like sure, it. the morons are part of the show. Okay. <laughs> I like it. All right. More. Uh, I'm going to That's the shirt right there. Morons are part of the show and then have an umpire logo underneath. I like it. <laughs> All right. I want to cheers. Uh, fill up a glass of bourbon here to uh, no Yankees, no Red Sox in the playoffs. I think you and I can both cheers to that. Of Amen, course. Amen, brother. Yes, sir. Amen. Now, New York, which this is what, ironic. New York, fourth highest payroll in majors. And I was surprised that Toronto was number three. I, I don't know why I didn't know that. Boston, number 12. Um, so Boston, New York, not in Toronto fighting for their, well, I wouldn't say fighting for their life, but they're fighting. Uh, here's what's funny. Tampa Bay, number 23, Baltimore, number 24. Look at us go. Look at them go. And here we are talking uh, about playoff baseball. Now you of course do the podcast baseball biz. Great podcast. I've mentioned it before on the show. Number of times I'm a fan. I've had people who tune into our episodes when you have me on, they love it. Um, I gotta ask. The um, the Rays have always seemed to be that team that finds a way to win without spending much money. They just always <laughs> seem they're in the, the bottom 10, bottom 15 of spending. I'm assuming, and I don't know if you know the answer, but it just must be they have damn good scouts. That is a major part of it. You know, they, they put together a good scouting program. They built a good farm program, and they get them young, you know, yeah. and, it's it's part of it. I, there's there's, I they they're very good about nurturing these people. Yeah, and that's and you they'll pick up a veteran pitcher that mm-hmm. somebody's not paying attention to as well. Zach Eflin. Mm. I mean, he oh, has God. been such. Yeah, he has been a godsend to that team. Yeah, he's what yeah, he's I'm, I'm going to mention him here shortly, talking about the game you went to. Actually, yeah, yeah. but yeah, carry on, continue, sure. No, and then there's insanity. Like the other night, we lost to the uh, <laughs> we lost to the Angels, and yeah. we we what we had given uh, 17 strikeouts on them. But. Yeah, we uh, Baltimore fans sent them all very beautiful Hallmark cards last night for that. <laughs> and I did. I was browsing on my phone. It was a close one again today. It looks like uh, oh, Rays Lord. walked it off, which is good, uh, obviously for uh, Tampa Bay fans. Not Baltimore. I could see Baltimore fans just venting. Furiously on Twitter today about that game. Uh, but that's how it's going to be for the next two weeks. I mean, it's just going to be back and forth. I know Rays fans were thinking, well, Baltimore's going into Houston. All Houston's got to do is they got to sweep them. You know, we're thinking, hey, maybe the Angels will get lucky and, and sweep the Rays. I mean, it's going to be like that for the next two weeks. Now, going back to uh, what, what you were talking about, Camden Yards. You did visit Camden Yards. You got to see a winner. That's when I think the Rays won 7-1. Um, I want to ask you, now, this is how I judge. When I go to other ballparks, fans, are they cool or mean? And then food and prices. So I want to start with the fans. <laughs> Did they treat you okay in Camden Yards? Well, let's just say, seeing as the wife and I 
keening underneath the Utah Street uh, barrier. People were, there was a young man and another standing up on top of some pointing at us, booing at us <laughs> as we entered the field. So oh, we, got, we got the love at the first, but, okay. but that, that was the exception. That, so there wasn't any, you did nothing uh, uh, too crazy. No, 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 no drinks poured on you, nobody throwing stuff at you, nothing, just pure booing, I'm assuming. Is that right? Well, yeah. I mean, it was. Okay. Still, and I think it was all in good to you know. Uh, your wife didn't have to, you know, swat her uh, hat at somebody to shoo him off you or anything like that. Hopefully, no. not. Okay, well, that's good. You know, it, Go ahead. Yeah, and when we were seated, we had uh, good um, Orioles fans beside us. You know, okay, a couple, couple. We sat down too. I had two shirts for you. I gave them to the people sitting next to us. You but had two. I'm sorry. What was that? The two shirts was it uh, Young's Day? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, but, you gave uh, them away. You. you Made a couple of friends in, in Camden Yards. <laughs> well, we, we the nice thing was that, that people were very friendly there. Good. So people were you know, okay. next to it, a couple of young girls. All right. And uh, then we also the next I came the next night when we lost. And oh, uh, you won two games. Yep. Yep. Oh, okay. So uh, well, took the loss too. Well, let me ask you the food and the prices. What, what I, I'll be opinion? honest with you. The food was okay. I was not mesmerized by it. After, uh, after being to Fenway earlier this mm-hmm. year. Yeah, the prices just seem pretty high. Because See, that's Fenway what I hear. So I hear well. Fenway. Not only are their prices pretty good, but I hear their food's pretty good too. Yeah, it was tasty. Yeah, as much as I hate to, I never like to give the Yankees or Red Sox any kind of credit. No, but that's what I hear. And I always people, you know, people. I'm from Baltimore. I'm I'm huge Orioles fan, of course, whole nine yards. But I gotta say, even the food at Camden Yards. I was talking about this with my wife. Not a big fan of the food. <laughs> So yeah, doesn't really knock your socks off. No. I, I'll be honest with you. I wanted more from Utah Street. I really did. I was hoping there would be places there that had something unique to eat. Mm. And, and I didn't try the barbecue. I said I was going to, and I did not. So I, I didn't give it a fair shake to say that. All in all, did you did you have a good time at Camden Yards, or did you drive away from there going never again? And you can be no. honest; you're not hurting my feelings. Oh, we had a great time. I really okay. did. All you right. know, but the. The second night, I had a guy that was sitting right next to me. He was a wonderful fellow. He was a teacher, big okay. Orioles fan. Mm-hmm. And he had, to, he had to ask me, did I like <laughs> Fenway or Camden Yards better? And I said, you know, it's the history that sold me on Fenway. I said, this park, Camden Yards, a much more beautiful park. <laughs> and you know, I enjoy it here. But there's something about being able to walk up to the top of the monster yeah. and do all of that. I know. Camden Yards, it's funny when you see those articles come out of, you know, the most beautiful ballpark. So Camden Yards is always in top five, top three. But then if you ask fans when they go around and tour stadiums, they always give Fenway a higher rating than Camden Yards. It's just something about Fenway. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, you got to see the seven to one win. Uh, Zach Eflin, eight strikeouts, no walks, most wins in American League. He's got 15, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'm assuming he's been the ace this season. Is is he been the the go to guy for you guys? Yeah, I think a lot of people talk about Tyler, but Tyler been ill for you know hurt and hurt and injured for so long, and and uh, Eflin's got that sense of seniority and veteran nature. Uh, he's he can be self effacing sometimes, yeah. but he delivers the goods. You know, sure. today he. He played today, and he didn't. He wasn't at his best, and he's ready to tell you that. Yeah. He played only five innings, yeah. but that was you know it was exceptional that he didn't do as well as he has in the past. He potential Cy Young. We'll see. How old is he? Jeez, I want, I want to say like twenty nine, but I oh, okay. I don't know for sure. Yeah, 
Yeah, that game you also went to. <laughs> that was just a nightmare game. I mean, you know, of course, Oriole fans are freaking out. They lose the first two, and of course, everyone's like, "Oh, here's here, here they go. They're gonna blow it. They're gonna blow the whole series, and then they're gonna get swept, and they're gonna lose the division." But that one game, that the first game you got to see, uh, Brian Baker. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if you're not familiar with him. He's a reliever. Uh, they sent him down. He's got to figure some stuff out. <laughs> Comes back off that night. And we're like, okay, Brian Baker. Let, let's see what he can do. There's two runners on. First pitch of coming <laughs> back into the uh, back up in the majors from being down for a while. Gives up a three-run home run, I think, to Harold Ramirez, if I'm not mistaken. And I think he came off the bench that night. So he, I don't, I'm pretty sure. I, at that point, it made it seven to nothing. Uh, you know, it's just, and I remember sitting there thinking, you did cross my mind. I said, at least Mark is getting to see a good game. Didn't make me feel better, <laughs> but I at least said to myself, at least he gets to see a good game. So who's the Rays starting for basically to open the playoffs? A lot of people are saying it's going to be Tyler. Yeah. And I, I don't know that that's the best choice, but uh, he can, he can wow people. He can go ahead and when he's got his game going, Oh my God! Yeah, it's 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 a it's a piece of wonder. I mean, it's it's magic, is what it is. And people <laughs> cannot tell what's coming. No. Uh, uh, well, yeah, the Orioles have been on the other side of that. Um, so he'd be your number, the number one. Pitcher, he's going to be the number yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, sure. I think him or Zach, but I think because of what the rotation coming up, it's probably going to be him. Yeah. And you know, you go from there. You've got the young guy Taj Bradley. Uh, Zach Eflin is next. Is definitely going to be there. Aaron Savali, who who was pitching last night. Uh, it was just, geez, man, he's, he's been off and on. We just got him recently from, you know, Cleveland. Yeah. But I got to tell you, while I was there in Camden, what I really did, watched, enjoyed, but painfully so, watching Grayson Rodriguez. Oh, man, yeah. That, that young man just blew my socks off watching. He has the speed, the accuracy, <laughs> and what he's able to deliver. It was just, it was amazing. I mean, yeah, to be able to keep the ball at tightly. Yeah, he's he's going to be something else, and I appreciate you pointing that out. Um, he he's pitching tonight, actually. He um he got sent down earlier in the season, and it's pretty amazing how he he tweaked whatever he had to tweak, because my God, the kid's just killing it right now. He's that pitcher. Finally, the Orioles with pitchers, starting pitchers. You know, I think the last ace we've had was Mike Mussina, for God's sake. <laughs> it's, it's it's just a good feeling to know he's one of those pitchers that when he's on the mound, you, you just, you have that good feeling that they're, they're going to win. But yeah, that was, I appreciate you pointing that out. He, he's something else. And um, yeah, you need those kind of pitchers because they're going to be playing in October, just like the Rays, no matter what. And I'm pretty sure if I'm not mistaken, the Rays also, no matter what happens, uh, they get home field advantage just yep. like the Orioles do. So, you know, cheers to that two and a half games behind, of course, um, Ray started what 60 and 0 to start the season or something like that. Oh, it was insane how many games they won. It was like 14 and two. I think you got it was 14. 14 in a row or yeah. 13, 14, something like that. I mean, that was insane. And, I, and it was kind of funny because I remember MLB Network uh, saying, you know, oh, it's a fluke. You know, this isn't going to happen for the Ray. I mean, they said that about the Orioles too, which is so funny because you look at all the, the, the experts. And uh, yeah, they they were majority of them were absolutely wrong. What was going to happen in this division? Uh, now, if the playoffs started today, the Orioles will be playing the winner of the Rays in Toronto. 
Houston will be playing the winner of the Twins and Mariners. And I hate saying that, by the way. That is one of my pet peeves. <laughs> if the playoffs started today. Uh, Ray's remaining schedule. You got three against Toronto, two at Boston, two at Toronto. You guys, you know, talking with other Rays fans, how do, you, how do you guys feel about these next two weeks? Well, I'm sure that Toronto's quivering their boots if they think they have any opportunity to still make it to the wild card. So it's <laughs> sadness for them, you know, and it's, it's got to be rough. Yeah, um, I wouldn't want to look at that schedule and say, well, that's great. We got to play one of the best teams in baseball. Huh? That's the Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, we don't discount them. I mean, they're still there in the game. Sure. Um, I have... <laughs> I pretty much quit watching them after Alec Manoa kept being an ass. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just like, geez, all right, dude, you it. just forget yeah. it. I might as well watch one of the Yankees. Come oh. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, that's bad. When you're going to the Yankees, oh, that's uh, shit's not going well. Yeah. But, uh, so, But you feel pretty no, so confident we- for the next two weeks. I mean, you guys just hopefully the Orioles have a couple hiccups, but Toronto, they don't. They don't worry you guys, obviously. No, no. We've got what we I think we're ninety-two wins now. There's eight games left. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I don't think we'll, I don't think we'll get to hundred. But you never know. It's so wild and, because the last few weeks, it's like when the Orioles lose, the Rays lose. When we, it's like, it's got to be frustrating for the Rays because I know it's frustrating for the Orioles because when you guys lose, we're like, damn it, we should have won and gone up a game and vice versa. It's just, it's ridiculous how this is going on because we lost to Houston. And then I'm sitting there. I remember talking to my wife, like, all right, well, Ray's going up one game because they're playing the angels and then they lose eight to three. I'm like, this is, this is just ridiculous. Um, you know, but with the Orioles playing four games against Cleveland, which, uh, they game just started now. Um, like I said, I, I would, I would keep an eye on that mark. Cause Orioles don't get along with Cleveland. I don't know what it is. They just, uh, they don't do it. How do you see this playing out? leading up to the playoffs between the Rays and the Orioles. If you're a betting man, Mark, and again, don't, you're not just cause you're on an Orioles podcast. Don't hold back <laughs> how, looking at who the Orioles are, are, are playing next two weeks in the rate. I mean, really in, in your gut, how do you feel? It's interesting because on the baseball biz on deck with had Matt Germain with me on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anytime we do a, a race show and he and I were talking, he said, you know, it might not hurt if we don't get the division. I said, what do you mean? He says, well, think about it. It's interesting. You don't have to, you, your guys aren't sitting on a bench for a week. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're continually playing. So yeah. he got me thinking about that. So where I was at, completely avid about making sure that our boys won, that they're going to get the, the, uh, you know, AL East division. Mm-hmm. I've kind of backed off of that. And after talking with Matt, I said, well, you know what? He makes a good because, point. Yeah. Cause the other thing is then we're able to have those games at home. Yeah. You know, even so, and still, still keep our boys warmed up. And I thought, ah, there's something about having the pin. And I, I believe, I, yeah. <laughs> but I believe in that. I, I believe the momentum. You know, when teams, when, uh, you know, when they sit for a little bit, and then you got the other teams out there getting warm, finding their mojo. Cont- I, you know, I just think there's something there. So, you know, I was wrong a moment ago. I said uh, 92 wins. We're at 94. We're 94 and 60, and you guys are 95 and 57, which I think puts us about two games back. Yeah, I'm not sure. Two. But well, even, with you got you guys want, so now it's two. If we win, yeah. it's back to two and a half. But again, ugh, playing Cleveland, it had, has to be four games. It's like, can't we just do a quick three and get the hell out of there? Oh, but, man. you know, it, it's four. So, yeah, this is uh, <laughs> going to be interesting. I love it. I mean, I wouldn't want it any other way. 
uh, between the Orioles and Rays. You know, what Yankees, Red Sox, I love it. I love it knowing that the Yankee fans knew they were out of it, I even think, before September came around. That's what was fantastic. So, you know, whatever happens here, uh, we can both cheers to that. Uh, hey, remind me what, what moves the Rays did, the uh, trade deadline. Oh, geez. I'm trying to think of myself. Well, there's so many folks that we brought up. I don't know there's so many yeah. moves we're bringing, but we brought, we did with Savali, with the Guardians. Sure, yeah. That, that was done. Okay. Uh, but we brought up from our farm system since that so we brought up Curtis Mee. We mm. brought up a Slavis Basabi. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had Vidal Brujan go up and down a few times. He's staying down there. Mark Manuel Margot, who is injured, he's back up. And oh, we haven't really brought anybody else on. So there are moves we, that were made. It's just, you know, yeah. a bunch of trades and, and all that jazz. So. No, it was mostly, you know, internal. I mean, yeah. there, we've, we've had a few where everybody's has injured folks right now. Even today, uh, mm-hmm. Luke Raley last night was injured. You know, he He's a real good pitch uh, hitter or designated hitter, either one. And uh, Siri, who had been doing center field and doing so well out there, he yeah. got in recently. But the good news was Margot came back. So Brandon Lowe, he went out of the game today. He's okay, though, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. He got hit in the leg, but I don't think uh, don't think it was that bad. So he's At good. least for Kevin's case. Lau, Lau or Low? Is he the Lau or the he's either? <laughs> they're they're too low. L O W E, but w- the other one pronounces it different. Yeah, imagine be loud, like loud. <laughs> okay. Uh, J Low, Josh Low. Yeah. Okay. Josh. I had the wrong low. I got you. But yeah, the Rays bullpen. I want to get to that in April and May. They were the worst strikeout unit in baseball. I couldn't believe that. They were 30th, last in strikeout percentage. Now, the bullpen in September, the Rays are the highest strikeout percentage of any bullpen in any month dating back to at least 1969. Yeah. Uh, is there a specific pitcher or two that just stopped shit in the bed and is now lights out? Well, i tell you what. We got Deakman back. Yeah. Um, I feel real good about that. Colin Boucher, he'd been kind of off and on, but he – He's gotten better. Yeah. Uh, Sean Armstrong, the same all in all. Oh, yeah. So Jake Deakman, I've always liked watching him. And there's a, who was it? Nick Anderson, who we no longer have. I, I was really hoping to see him come back. He was injured for so long. And I think he's somewhere else these days, but Andrew Kittridge is one of my guys. I just absolutely love watching out there as well. So if you had to pick a couple players, pitching offense, defense, just a couple, whatever, it doesn't matter. You can pick whoever, uh, who do you feel? for the Tampa Bay Rays is really going to shine in October. Well, I think Zach Eflin will continue to, and I'm hoping. Yeah. Obviously Tyler will. One I want to see just continue to amaze people is Taj Bradley. That young man, mm. he, he is pitch to pitch. He doesn't, he doesn't lose any sleep on whatever happened. That pitch <laughs> that he just threw a moment ago. He's there fresh for the next one. And his mindset, and they try to talk to him after the, after the game, whether it's good or bad, you're going to get the same answers from the man. Is that right? Oh, uh, yeah. I like him. He's, so him, he's there. And as far as pitching, too, you know, I always want to see Pete Fairbanks out there. I personally, I call him the assassin. <laughs> you know, he's he's got those steely eyes, man, when he's looking out there in the ninth <laughs> inning and whoever's up to bat. From what you were saying, if you can, if you can get a pitcher on your roster who is not a head case, who, who doesn't get inside their own head, Exactly what you said. Not, don't worry about the last pitch. Don't worry about the last home run. Man, I mean, that, that's great because, unfortunately, there's so many pitchers over the years on the Orioles. They're like, oh, that great stuff. 
And you know what? They'll give up a home run or two. And then you can tell they, that's all they're thinking about the rest of the night. And it just gets in their head. So I got to ask Kevin Cash. <laughs> um, I just, <laughs> he always just seems like a, a low key guy, but he quietly, and I didn't even realize this. He got ejected the other night against the Orioles. If you're watching the Rays game that night, why did he get kicked out? What happened? Well, the, the story goes is that uh, Esau Paredes in the dugout started getting a little ticked off and saying some things to the up. And that uh, Kevin put himself out there as a sacrificial lamb, started getting loud with the umpire so that he didn't vote. Dodge. And it's like, hey, pay attention to me. Don't don't look over here in front of my guys. Okay. Pay attention to me. Okay. And I, All right. that, that, that was the kind of the feeling when I, I looked at it. I, I heard it on the radio, and I said, "That sounds weird." And went back and watched it. I said, "Oh, okay." Yeah, he's all he's right. all about taking care of his boys, but he I doesn't like have that. to run up there like an Aaron Boone and go absolutely. No, that's what I mean. Aaron Boone, he got. Uh, I think he got ejected today. I mean, it's like Aaron, you guys, are, it's done. Just, just <laughs> you know, handle these two weeks and go home, man. Like <laughs> enough with the temper tantrums. It's amazing. I mean, if, if they don't figure their shit out, they may be ending this season with a uh, losing record because I think they're 500 right now. I think I saw that. So he better figure it out. Uh, but yeah, Kevin Cash, he doesn't seem like a hothead. So that's my next question. When's the last time he ever got hot and got an umpire's face and just got ejected and threw his hat down, started screaming and yelling? The last time that, he did that. That probably went back to, you know, as much as the umpires. But yeah, it was back a couple of years ago when the Rodgers Chapman threw a ball right at the head of uh, one of our batters up there, and he went completely apeshit. He, you know, at the end of the press conference, he was still cooking. He was still oh, still fired up. And he said, he said, I just want him to know, he said, I have a stable full of guys who can throw 98 miles per hour. And Aaron Boone was always saying, well, my boys, are, they're savages. They're savages. It's just, well, yeah. you know, but <laughs> that didn't sit well with Kevin. You no, know I remember boy, when Kevin said that. I remember my my exact thought was, yeah, you're not kidding. They have guys in there that can throw triple digits because you guys are just loaded with guys lining up. Yeah, I'll be that guy to come out and throw 100 at somebody. But that's funny how you started off the answer with about Kevin Cash blowing up with a couple years ago. I thought mm-hmm. you were going to say something like, uh, you know, back in May or, you know, uh, a couple weeks ago. But <laughs> a couple years ago, no. he's just so cool, relaxed, chill guy. And because I was watching it the other night with my wife, and I guess she didn't recognize Kevin Cash. I said, Who's that? I said, Well, that's the manager. I said, But and we just started talking. I said, I've never seen him blow up. I said, well, He's he must take the the best kind of blood pressure medicine on the market, <laughs> along with some whatever anxiety medicine. I said, The guy, it's impressive. I said, Compared to Aaron Boone or whoever, Hyde blew up a couple times. Uh, he 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 pulled a, a Brandon High pulled a couple Earl Re, Earl Weavers this season with the uh, putting the dirt on the plate and telling the umpire no you're out of here you know how all that goes. So. <laughs> uh, also wanted to mention Ray's building a new dome I hear. Oh Lord, <laughs> when's that going down? Well, brother, I'll tell you how it's going down with me. It's like oh really? Uh, because I've been hearing it for years. Oh, okay. and years and years. Oh, boy. Uh, you know, it was like nine months ago, the city of St. Pete announced that they were in agreement with this whole plan that was going to be put together. And that same afternoon, they went over to talk with the Ray's front office. They did a little press conference. Said, yeah, yeah, well, that sounds like we'll do it. Said, they asked the front office, well, what about Tampa? Well, you know, we, we would listen to anything if they have something to say. I thought, dude, 
you, you got the mayor of St. Pete saying oh he's going with the whole program that your developer put together and is ready to endorse it and do all this. And then you come back and you say that. Oh. And so it's been a merry-go-round for a long time. But we know we've only got a few more years in the trial before the rent uh, is done. Okay. And right. so they've, they've got to build something, man. And I'm, I'm, I'm fine with the dome down here. You can't. You I'm going to ask you, coming from a true Rays fan, how do you feel about their current stadium? Because of course, obviously you talk to anyone outside. Oh, it's so dark. And it's a, it sounds like a gymnasium, but obviously you go to a lot more games than any of us go to. What is your true opinion about that place? I wish, yeah, I wish we had more light coming in there. And there's no doubt. But yeah. the stadium itself and the service, uh, even the food, I feel is really good. Okay. Uh, go. Walk around the entire stadium. It has almost, in some ways, almost has like a large minor league feel. There's more of a community feel in the place. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's so that aspect of it, I've never been that bad about it. And when I was at that Fenway game a while back and says, oh, you're Ray's fan, huh? A trout. You know, that's a trout. And I think I told you this other day, I put my hand out there. It was raining. I said, hmm. It's about 41 degrees here, and it's raining. I said, you know, the trap right now here is 72 <laughs> degrees, and it's dry. So, yeah, trap's just fine. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, man, I, I I know I've said this, and it's probably a, uh, just a silly thing to say, but I, I feel that all stadiums should be built where you have the option to close the roof. I don't no. think games should be canceled due to weather anymore. We're in 2024, and how much money these organizations make i don't know i mean it, you know <laughs> someone who builds these stadiums may laugh hearing me say that but you just think come on like let's figure this out no no more no more makeup games you know what i mean no more no more wow. double headers because you had to cancel no more four inning games oh we got to cancel it and everything that happened is scratched off the books because now you gotta you know what i mean it's like come on get, get, get it together so in, in a way i'm, I'm very jealous of uh of these dome stadiums. Well, let me back up for a second because, and I think this was my fault because I, I kind of geared it towards uh, another conversation. So if you're a betting man, Mark, and, and if you did answer it, I, I must've missed it, but <laughs> who, who, what do you, who are you putting the money on in the next two weeks is winning this division. At this moment, I'm looking at, see, see who you we're facing the, uh, what the Red Sox twice and, the Blue Jays six times. Let's mm. see, you guys are you're fa- facing yeah, what the Cleveland, Nationals four, two Nationals, and then we end it with Boston. Yeah, so we're kind of the Boston's a wash with both of us. Mm. And I look at what you guys did with the Astros. You do what you took two or three with the Astros in yeah. Houston. Yeah, and it's like woof. You know that that said a lot to me. I was like, damn. Yeah, uh, but you know your history better with the Guardians. I think the Orioles will probably have the division. Okay, and it's hard for me to say that. But I, I think that you all will. All right. Well, there you go. So if you're betting, man, you're putting the money on the Orioles. I think a lot of us are going to appreciate that coming from a race fan. So <laughs> there we go. Yeah, it's going to be a fun two weeks. I'll tell you that. It is going to be a fun two weeks, especially with, what, the Mariners and the Rangers, too. Because they're oh, going back. Goodness. And they play each other, like, I think, shit, like six or seven times. It's insane. In the next I mean, two weeks. Yeah. That's going to be pretty wild. At AL West, I mean, it's what it's looking right here, real quickly on the standings. So the Mariners are half game back, Rangers are half game back. You know, the Astros obviously mm-hmm. yeah. lead it. So, bam, that is going to be very, very interesting to see how that plays out. All right. Well, this is what we're going to do. So, obviously, it sounds like we're on the same page about a lot of stuff with how it's going to turn out. But again, as you know, once playoffs start, 
Lord only knows what in the world is going to happen because we see crazy stuff every year. You just never know. I mean, look, in 2012, the Orioles weren't supposed to go in Texas and beat you, <laughs> Darvish. You know, it's just, come on now. It's, it's crazy times. But all right, so these are random questions, Mark. Some have to do with sports. Some don't. Um, and okay. if you don't know the answer to the question, just say pass and we'll move on. As just to learn a little bit more about Mark Corbett. All right, Mark, Mark, if you could know the absolute truth to one question in life about anything at all, what question would you ask? What is Kermit the Frog's middle name? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Gotta say, uh, nobody's ever asked that. Um, That's a new one. I like it. That is hilarious. That's the first thing that came to the top of your mind. It is. uh, Nothing. Oh, my God. I don't know where it came from, but there you go. Would it, would it be the Kermit the Frog? I well, see, that's true. It could be. No. Yeah. There you go. I ain't no. for you. Right. <laughs> no, that, that, that's, that's an interesting uh, interesting one there. I don't think anyone's ever going to have that one. All right, we're moving on. I mean, unless I'll, you I'll give you one. One, one more. What do you got? One, one more. I, I'd like to know if Sillig would, if Bud Sillig would let uh, Pete Rose into the Hall of Fame today. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a real good one. Yeah. I'm still interested about Kermit. I still want to know about Kermit. <laughs> Kermit's still number one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, but I like that. Second one. Yeah. A lot of times have changed. Opinions changed. Yeah, it's interesting. I. Uh, that's a good one. All right. Which bothers you the most during a baseball game? Or maybe none of them do. Uh, the wave? Seeing grown men wearing baseball gloves during the entire game? Or fans wearing a jer- uh, fan wearing a team's jersey? That's not even playing that day. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd say that last one really hits me the yeah. most. Yeah. You know, I look at what, what are you doing? Look, you don't have to like my team. You don't have to like the other team, but you have no business wearing that jersey <laughs> yeah. here. You, you're not a participant in this game then. Yeah, it used yeah. to be. It's now tied uh, with the wave. I, I think anyone who starts the wave in a stadium should be DFA'd. No more. <laughs> I can't. I I think I just don't like being bothered when I'm there to watch a game. But over the years, it started becoming fans wearing teams jersey because I think they're just there to to, to troll. They're a troll. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> they bother you. So I, I agree with that. All right. If you had the chance to get ten million dollars, ten million dollars, but someone in the world who you don't know and would never meet. Would lose their eyesight the rest of their life. Oh Lord, would you do it? Oh hell no, no 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 no. All right, all right, and uh, ten million. What about fifty? Sorry. Okay. Look at you. You know it's you know, funny. Uh, you know it's funny. Um, somebody. I don't know if it was this one of the times I was on your show. We were doing the show. Someone wrote in who tuned in, and they said, uh, "He said." Mark sounds like the most kind-hearted, genuine sports fan. And I was it was kind of funny. They were just basically saying, like, he just seems like just nice, gentle fan who who will not take bait if you try to argue with him. And I said, Yeah, no, it's that's Mark. Now look at you, not taking ten million dollars. The last person I had on before I even finished the sentence, he said, Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, that's too funny. All right. Um, what makes you say, What the hell was I thinking? When you look back on your life, it could be style, your hair, somebody you dated, <laughs> car you were driving, anything. 
what the hell was I thinking? And why did it take me so long to, to move out of Louisville? Look. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I love my hometown, but it was it was working with the newspaper business and moving okay. to digital. And uh, all right, yeah, that, that'd say that. I like but, it. All right, good. No, it's, it, I want the answers that that first come to your mind. Uh, you're on death row. What's your last meal? Lasagna. 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 Yeah. Is there yeah. a specific type of lasagna that you like? Well, my dear sweet mothers, you know, either that or what's that cat? Uh, Garfield. Garfield. Yeah. Garfield. yeah. Narcos lasagna probably pretty good too. <laughs> All right. Um I'm wrapping it up here. What's the last thing that made you say, damn, that was really effed up? <laughs> I do that every day though, man. Jeez, man. <laughs> I'm trying to think where I would start. Just think back I, a couple hours ago, right? Yeah, yeah. Pretty much every time I look at the front office of the Rays. <laughs> and jeez. Uh, okay, we can go with yeah. that one. Yeah. All right. Um What's something that people thinks make them look cool these days, but actually makes them look ridiculous? Rally hats. Ah, I'm right there with you. I like, yeah, because the other night I saw um, some rally hats on TV, and I, I, I said to myself, that just looks asinine. I Turn like it, it inside out, and wear it backwards. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. could even go with wearing it backwards, but when they they turn it inside out, I was like, no, that looks like somebody <laughs> who needs help walking down the street. That's <laughs> all right. Last one here. Um, yes or no on whether these people are athletes, horse jockeys. Yes. Mm. Bobsledding team. Yes. Mm. Winter Olympics curling. No. Okay. We agree. Um, bowlers. No. Pro golfers. No. NASCAR drivers. Yes. Interesting. Now, the bowlers and the pro golfer, I think you're one of the only guests that said no. What makes you say no to, uh, and, and I agree, by the way, but what makes you say no to bowlers and golfers? Well, well I think it takes a sense of balance and all that. As far as an athlete, I think there has to be more to to the body. And and see, going back to the jockeys, again, from being from Louisville and the Derby and all that, you'd see what these folks have to do physically to maintain uh, a beast that weighs as much as it does and goes at speed. You probably take that same mentality of mine and put it on top of a race car driver. Nice. The physicality of of being in a beast that's going at a certain kind of speed and being able to maintain that. Look at you. I like it. All right. Well, um, obviously before every episode, before I bring you on, I, I do the whole, how you can listen to your show and who you are and all that, but just remind everybody what's it all about. The podcast, where we can listen to it, the website, all that good stuff. Great. Yeah. I'm on baseballbizondeck.com. You can find us there. You can find us on any of the other like Stitcher. You can find us on Apple podcasts, et cetera. We've been out there for three or four years now. Uh, while we talk about the race, a lot of the time, we also talk about more things in baseball. I had a, yeah. a gentleman a while back who would come up for, for a cup of coffee with the Yankees and the Blue Jays, mm. you know, as a pitcher. Uh-huh. You know, I cool. um, had somebody else on. We were talking about the, the women's softball in collegiate, you know, while that was going. So we try to you keep know, it. over the map. You know, yeah, yeah. And That's I had good. a lady who wrote the thesis that became the, uh, for the movie, was the League of Her Own. And we talked a lot really? about, about the women. Yeah, about the women she had 
interviewed you know 20 30 years ago right, just settle down you're gonna make my podcast look like garbage <laughs> well then i'm all over the place really <laughs>